Welcome to Life Words Day by Day. We're in 1 Samuel chapter 4 where we have seen Eli receive the news of Israel's defeat by the Philistines and the Ark of the Covenant being captured and he falls over dead. Well, Eli wasn't the only casualty away from the battlefield. His pregnant daughter-in-law was so disturbed by all that had happened that she went into early labor. And as she lay dying from complications, she named her newborn son Ichabod. You know, having a son was meant to be a glorious and exciting occurrence in any Hebrew family. Think about how much celebration was made when Ruth had her son, Obed. Yet here, when there should be celebration, there was intense sadness and mourning. Ichabod's name literally means no glory. This truly is a tragically sad chapter from the pages of Scripture. Don't get me wrong, Eli and his sons deserved what they received. Israel was right to be routed as they were. God remains perfectly just in all of this defeat for Israel and victory for the Philistines. But it's still sad. When you think about what Eli and his sons were supposed to be, they were supposed to be the people who served as faithful guideposts for the glory of God to the people. When handling the offerings of the Lord and the Ark of the Covenant, they were to be people who modeled reverence and holy fear for God Almighty. These priests were to be the mediators for the people of God. However, they were none of these things. In fact, they were the exact opposite. Instead of guiding people toward friendship with God, they led them to become enemies. Rather than model right, humble worship, they became the embodiment of selfish, glory-grabbing thugs. They didn't represent God to the people, and they certainly didn't serve the people well before God. What a sad sight the people of God had become. Well, does it seem that the glory of the Lord has departed from our nation, our city, our homes, our churches? Does it seem like God has written Ichabod over your life or over your family? Does it seem His presence has left and you are constantly fighting for some semblance of what you once knew and had experienced with God? Remember this, we don't look at an eye chart and blame it for being blurry. So we must fix what our spiritual vision is lacking. We must turn our gaze toward God and admit that we have sinned or stepped away somehow. In Israel's case, God gave them his word through Moses, Joshua, and now Samuel, yet they did not give themselves to his word. Instead, they attempted to use the things of God for their own selfish desires. They saw the ark of the Lord as a means of personal protection and victory, but did not obey the word of the Lord. They should never have expected to receive God's blessing through God's devices apart from submission to God's instruction. Do we do this today? Do you see your church as a body of believers in which you are an active part? Or is this just a place you come each week to soothe your conscience? Are you simply using church for your own pleasure? You know, you and I don't need some general statement to help us get us through the next few days of life. We need to fall face forward before the holy God of the universe and repent of our casual treatment of Him and our lazy approach to His word. That's what Israel should have done. They should have seen the mercy seat of God on top of the ark of the Lord, and instead of marching into battle, they should have thrown themselves upon the mercy of God. You can do that today when you pray. 
And when you pray, would you please remember David Nava and his family, our missionaries in Florida. And also remember the Luo Lifeward broadcast that's heard in Kenya and Tanzania. Thank you.